me, my main man, Tom Downs here, fresh off a top race season. So I did your motor taboo and your contact either training program, which were fantastic. Thank you very much for that, helping me fly through those. My question would be, after doing this program, my fitness level is pretty good. Race season is over. How or what tips do you have about maintaining as much of that fitness as I can? Uh, probably, let's be honest, as easy as I can over the next uh, few months before getting back into some decent training. What I would suggest is rather than trying to maintain your fitness, is to let it slip a little bit. It's the natural cycle of training and peaking. You cannot maintain your peak form for a long period of time, and that's why it's called peaking. It comes to a natural peak. And if you do try and go and maintain it or build from from this peak state over this off or winter phase, what you will find is that in a month or two, you are going to end up crashing or ending up stale, physically and mentally exhausted or injured. So what I would suggest is give yourself the permission to let that fitness drop a little bit. What's going to happen first is that you're going to get a decrease in your race fitness, if you like, or your speed, that ability to hold a high race pace, your anaerobic threshold. The reason that you get a decrease in this first is because you won't be using this a lot over the winter phase unless you're doing lots of regular racing. It's an expensive state for your body to be in because it's got your body's got to have all of these enzymes to support this process. And if those enzymes, those structures aren't being used, just like anything in the body, the body will start getting rid of them to make it a more cost-effective way of existing. So the age-old adage of if you don't use it, you'll, you lose it is very, very true. So what you'll find is you'll find that your race sharpness or that speed drops you know relatively quickly and don't be afraid when that happens have faith that while that race speed drops your endurance that base aerobic endurance is going to hang around a lot longer and the reason this is going to hang around is because where your speed adaptations were quite enzymatic in nature the endurance adaptations are actually quite structural in nature. And what I mean by structural is that, you know, your heart actually gets bigger. You get more blood, you get more red blood cells, you get more capillaries out into your muscles, you get more mitochondria being produced in your muscle. So these are actually structural things that happen in your body. And this is why your endurance or your aerobic endurance capacity takes quite a long time to develop because your body's actually making these new structural things. But that's also why you can lose your top-end race fitness but still have a really good base. Because of these structural things, they're not just going to disappear overnight. They're going to take a while to degrade and, and, and leave you. So I guess where I'm going with this is over winter, let that top edge of your fitness decrease if you don't have any races until, say, summer. And then work on maintaining that base or if you want to put in some time over winter, building that base. So how would you go about building that base or maintaining that over winter with, as you suggested, minimal 
input or minimal work. So for you who's a mountain bike um, athlete training for you know endurance mountain bike events, you can probably get away with two to three rides per week and quite happily maintain or even build on your current level of uh, base endurance or aerobic capacity. So if you had two to three rides per week, what would they look like? Well, what I definitely suggest is try and have uh, a longer type ride on the weekend, as you naturally would. Somewhere between, you know, 90 minutes and over. That way we're just maintaining that endurance base. I'd highly recommend if you want to maximize this time on your long ride in the weekend is doing some nutrient deprivation training where you go out in the morning before you have breakfast and you ride without consuming any fuel or carbohydrate calories that you know no fuel you're not fueling the body I've talked about this in previous podcasts and what it does is it just helps fast track those adaptations or it'll minimize the time you require to give your body the training impulse that it needs to maintain those adaptations that you've developed so that would be session number one session number two if I only could do two sessions a week I'd do a long session nutrient deprived as I just talked about and the second session would be a high intensity interval session somewhere in midweek what would this high intensity interval session look like well there are so many different options out there and there's definitely not one or another that you can go for Essentially, you want to go really, really hard for a short period of time, however long you decide that's going to be, and then dial it back, go easy for a little bit, and then get back in there and crack into it again. The key thing is the intensity during the workload. The intensity during the workload. It needs to be a maximal intensity. So some really you know, key sessions or classic sessions of this repeated high-intensity intensity uh, training or hit as a lot of people like to refer to it is you know the classic Tabata set where you're doing 20 seconds maximal 10 seconds recovery 20 seconds maximal 10 seconds recovery if you repeat that eight times you get four minutes of absolute hard work and that's been shown to be highly effective for developing not only aerobic capacity but your anaerobic capacity as well that's a that's a brutal session. Give it a go if you like, um, but be aware that it is quite brutal and you probably will feel quite ill afterwards. The other classic sort of sessions is 30 seconds maximal, four and a half minutes of recovery. If you repeat that five times, it gives you about a 30-minute session with a wee warm-up and a cool-down. And again, that's been shown to be as effective as 60 minutes at steady state. By all means, you can keep building the, to longer intervals, However, keeping it short, keeping that intensity maximal is going to help you save time. Those longer intervals are really, really good for developing the anaerobic threshold. Best to keep those for later down the line when you're going to need them the most rather than during your winter phase. So if I had to do two sessions a week, that's what they'd be. Um, A long session using the nutrient deprivation guidelines and then the uh, second session would be Uh, a high intensity interval session if I had to have a third session in there I would highly recommend some time working on 
your skills. If you're a mountain bike athlete, just getting in, hitting the single track, having a play, having some fun, um, you know, do some hills in there as well if you wanted, but they're going to just creep in there naturally if you're out riding the trail. So get out there and have some fun and enjoyment over this time um, and get those skills as well. So there you go, mate. I hope that helps answer your question. If you want any more specifics about that and, uh, you know, you want a more clear answer for specifically for your situation, feel free to send me in another question and I will do my best to answer it. So there you have it. There's listener Q&A for today. If you do have your own question, head over to the Exponential Performance Coaching website underneath the podcast tab. Send me in a voice message as a way to say thank you for your time for sending me that question. I am going to send you a free copy of the Performance Temple Handbook. Absolutely free. So you can use that to help it better inform your training build up. 